Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tech Takes with your favorite podcasters, Rish and Tareem. This week on our podcast, Tech Speaks, we're going to be talking all things housing. So, Rish, do you want to start off with just talking about some of our housing experiences? Yeah. I mean, right now, thir- um, getting ready to end my third year, and it's crazy to think that it's already been three years of living in um, Georgia Tech housing. Um, s- all started back in you know, freshman year with Brown. And a lot of people have um, some other questions about how Brown must have been. Um, but honestly, Brown has been one of my greatest experiences um, because people often give it a lot of a bad rap for being like the oldest uh, renovated dorm on campus. But that was where I made some of my greatest friends and made some of my favorite memories on campus. Yeah, I would agree. I think the freshman housing experience just in general is meant to bond you with a lot of the people that you meet. And um, for me, I lived on West Campus my freshman year in like a living learning community. So I'm sure that must have been different from Brown. Um, And it was definitely a bit quieter because it was on West Campus. But I really enjoyed the proximity that I had to places like West Village for food. Um, And that's also where I met some of my best friends to this day. Um, And especially because it was during COVID, it really, really helped me meet people specifically like on my floor. We would just like go to the common rooms and bond and do work and just kind of, you know, figure out what college was all about. And, you know, I think like one of the biggest um, things that people say about college is um, everyone's always talking about how college is the best years of your life. And I feel that college wouldn't be college without the dorm experiences and um, all those like fun times that we really had with each of our friends back then. Yeah, absolutely. I think something that was really, really cute my freshman year was the election was happening. And so we all went to our common room on election night and we just sat down together and brought everyone brought their snacks and everyone just kind of hung out in the common room. And we watched the election until like 4 a.m., even though we didn't get results for like two weeks after. But I just remember these like very small um, events that we did together that really helped college seem more Um, You know, college can be really overwhelming with how many people you're constantly meeting and having that home base and having people that you bake cookies with and do small fun events with is just really helpful. Um, Okay, so we were like watching the election. It was just something that was so fun. And I remember my sister went to college before me. So she always emphasized, you know, people having open doors, um, things like that, like the open door policy. Oh, yeah, because like honestly, um, hearing stories about um, like my sister's time in college. And just getting to hear about all those different times about yeah. how, like, open everyone was. And they came in not even knowing a lot of people, but, like, having a lot of those, like, common moments. And that's Definitely. what really bonded them all together. Definitely. Um, but I do think that there are some drawbacks of housing, specifically Georgia Tech housing. But it's something about it is weird in the Stockholm Syndrome sense where it's like, yes, I hate the maintenance issues, but I love Georgia Tech housing. But, I mean, and I there love always also, campus. like, sometimes you do get a little bit of those, like, unwanted guests. Like, I have gotten a couple occasional visits from our neighborhood Remy coming in. Yep, definitely. <laughs> um, I remember my f- uh, sophomore year when I lived in North Avenue South. I was in the elevator and that's exactly where I did. And I remember seeing a bunch of those um, little stories that I'd always open up um, our um, floor chats and everyone would be having those like videos coming in about like um, rats coming in near the um, vending machines. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Um, I was like in the elevator and this guy just stops me. He's like, do you want to watch this video of this rat? And I'm like, sure. And then he opens the video and it's my door like my apartment's door and the rats on the door handle oh wow that must have been some experience there yeah definitely it was so interesting but see that's one of those like fun things about like kind of what really bonded us all is like whenever we'd be like in the elevator everyone would just like strike those conversations and that's kind of what made us all closer 
and we're all like different years and all that but we still became so close with each other yeah i think definitely in terms of having a community on campus living together really forges that connection and also forces you to learn to live with people which is a really big skill to have just moving forward you know i feel like everyone's always had roommate issues people have always had you know issues with how other people live and adjusting to that is really a big adjustment for people who haven't lived with other people before especially if you haven't shared a room for sure and like that's one of those things that like um during like gt housing is it can kind of ease you into that transition yeah um, into the apartment lifestyle because you are still having a lot of those like features of living in an apartment but still at the same time you aren't having all the full-on responsibilities of um, having a landlord and paying those like weekly right. um, rents and all those aspects. I mean, now that I live off campus, um, I certainly have to pay for utilities, whereas a nav, I could leave the lights on at all times. Now I definitely have to be, you know, I, I feel like my brown mom sometimes where I'm like, turn off the lights, <laughs> you know, l use less electricity. I'm like, we don't need AC. It's fine. It's only 90 degrees outside. We don't need AC. Yeah, and I mean, it's definitely going to be like a new experience um, next time. Um, all three years I've lived in tech housing, but um, next year I'm going to be taking that next step and transitioning even more through this uh, phase and living on in an um, apartment that hasn't even been built yet. Oh, wow. How's that? How's that risk coming? Yeah. You know, I mean, we have l we've heard lots of stories about um, certain apartments a couple years ago that did have those experiences where they weren't fully built yet. So there's always kind of like that little thing hanging over. But, you know, excited for new new adventures, new adventures. Yeah, I, interestingly enough, have lived in a different apartment every single year that I've been here. So my freshman year, I lived in Caldwell on West. Then I went and lived in North Avenue South, which is also Georgia Tech-owned student housing. And now I live in the Standard, which is in Tech Square. Um, so essentially what's been really interesting about that is all three years I've technically lived on campus, even though the Standard isn't owned by Georgia Tech. But I think that's something that's really interesting about off-campus housing um, around you know, the tech campus is that it's just in such close proximity that even when you're not living in Georgia Tech housing, you still are a part of campus. And there are so many of those ha um, options that are out there that honestly, at times it can get even a little bit overwhelming because there's so many like options and so many different ways of really trying to pick what's best for you. Yeah. Um, and literally wherever you go, whether it's east, west, um, graduate side or, or even going all the way to Atlantic Station, there's lots of options and still in really close proximity to Georgia Tech and all of its campus offerings. And I like really enjoy walking places. Like I just like putting in my headphones and just going on a walk or going on walks with friends once I'm done with homework. And so living in a walkable community is just so important to me. And I feel like what I love about Georgia Tech's campus just generally is how, how um, you know, how close it is to all of these off-campus houses, which is how I essentially decided where I wanted to live um, is I chose the standard because it's super close. It's right next to CODA and I have CODA access through one of my organizations. So a lot of times when I don't want to walk to the library because it's a bit farther, I'll just go into CODA. And that is one of those nicer things is um, being at different parts throughout campus, you've kind of gotten to figure out like, what's this uh, other place that gives me a library-like experience exactly. without actually going to the library? Yeah. Like for me, this semester and this overall this past year has been the Candida building. Yeah. Absolute favorite building on campus. And I really get that whole um, library type vibe without actually going all the way to the library. Yeah, especially because the library, I think during certain times of the year, especially um, this particular time of the year when classes are just now ramping up, the first set of midterms are about to happen. Everyone is at 
Price Gilbert, specifically Price Gilbert 3. It used to be my safe space, but now that everyone and their mom is there constantly, I just can't go there. And honestly, it feels like at times I'm just taking laps around those three buildings. Exactly. I'm spending 30 minutes finding a spot instead of like the 30 minutes I could be spending, you know, doing my homework, which is really, really annoying. So and then it's like you spend a few minutes there. uh, You spend longer trying to find a spot than actually being there using that spot. Yeah. So I think that's definitely something that's interesting is. You know, that battle between on and off campus housing, what you should choose, what you shouldn't choose. And for me, I didn't necessarily make that decision voluntarily. I wanted to stay in North Avenue South, but the housing shortage and the wait list is what essentially pushed me off campus, um, which was honestly a bit of a surprise because I didn't necessarily expect this reallotment that happened for housing and first year students and things like that to happen. And that's been like one of those big things that's been honestly a constant worry for so many people, whether... Um, they've lived on um, through GT housing this past year or whether they're transitioning into living in GT housing for the first time. They were always kind of worried about, am I even going to get um, housing um, right. through GT? Just because of the fact that there's so many new things um, going with um, wait lists and everything has to be um, perfect timing. I think um, also it just feels a lot like the cards are constantly stacked against you, for instance. <laughs> If you're, okay, the cards are just constantly stacked against you. Um, Basically, when you're a freshman, they're like, oh, no, you get the worst time ticket to register for classes because you have no credit hours. And you're like, okay, you know what? When I'll be an upperclassman, all of my time tickets are going to be so slay. But it just ends up being like one of those like timeless chains that just you get stuck in that. And you just can't win over and over again. I've been trying to win for the past three years. And last year they were like, actually, because you're an upperclassman, you don't get priority for on-campus housing. And that made no sense to me. And I think I think part of it is like, you know, learning to adapt to hard situations and figuring out and being a problem solver. But I will say when I was on the wait list, I was like 200 something on the wait list when it first initially came out. And it was a really, really stressful time for me because I hadn't signed any leases. And most people that I knew were living off campus had signed their leases in like August, September. And that's one of those crazy things is because like as tech students, we already have so many other stressors in our life that housing is supposed to be kind of one of those things where it's like kind of like our safe haven and right. where we can come come and just relax from um, all the outside noise that's really coming. But if we're still kind of going through the same wait list concepts that we're going through and scheduling in classes, um, then are we really even getting that escape that we were really looking for? Exactly. And I think housing insecurity, I know that that's a bit of a you know strong word to use for it because people definitely face housing insecurity in the real sense where they're not sure where they're going to be living. But I mean, I've had friends who um, you know, didn't get a spot in Georgia Tech housing and then weren't able to sign a lease and then literally had to crowd couch surf on their cousin's couch um, who also had an apartment um, near Tech's campus. You know, that for your last semester at Tech, she was a senior. I mean, I cannot imagine, you know, the stress of, you know, not having a closet, not having yeah, a proper like bed. I've heard very similar stories just like that where um, one of my um, close uh, friends on campus has told me oftentimes about how um, he's looking forward to um, GT housing in his uh, graduating semester, but he realizes that that may not be the case, so he may have to commute in his last semester um, and try and find another route for it. Yeah, I think part of it is, you know, it's stressful, but part of it is that increase in um, in numbers that we're having in terms of first-year students and finding them a spot. And I understand the Institute's, you know, concerned with um, finding first-year students a spot on campus and, you know, 
prioritizing them for on-campus housing because they are, you know, 17, 18-year-olds coming to college for the first time. It's probably easier for them to live in on-campus housing. That's a bit safer um, than, you know, some of these off-campus options. And I get that. But at the same time, I think we need some more accountability from the Institute when it comes to finding the rest of us places to live because we have no safety net when it comes to this. Uh, but also, I, as a junior, was very upset. I was like, I'm a senior by credit hours. You know the thing that Georgia Tech students do where they're like, I'm a first year, but I'm actually like a senior by credit hours. Actually, I've already graduated by credit hours. Like, I was like fully that person last year. I was like, why am I a senior by credit hours and I can't get housing on campus? Um, yeah, well, so we, we were kind of like an interesting group because we both came in um, our freshman year um, was during um, – we started in 2020, which was one of the most historic years. Um, especially with everything going on with COVID. Um, and one of those things was um, everyone was like, oh, how's campus life going to be? But honestly, that was kind of one of those biggest times where we really got the opportunity to really create those uh, big experiences. Yeah. And even through that, we really got to have a lot of really fun, uh, funny stories happening during our time. I think what was interesting to me was that east-west divide was really apparent during COVID to me, especially as someone who lived on west campus and I had friends on east campus. It generally seemed that east campusers were being a little bit less COVID conscious than those on west campus. And, you know, I would be on west campus and everyone would be wearing their mask. Everyone would be social distancing, especially during this the first, like, two semesters yeah that's like kind of like uh, reflects on um so i lived on the east um my fre uh, freshman year um i was one of those people i was super super um covid cautious at all times always wearing my um uh, my mask and following every rules to the um as much as i could but throughout all my times there were um there were always like stories we were hearing about different parties going on and um it ended up happening where even like some um of my closest friends we all ended up uh, getting COVID during that time um, and having to adapt to the new um, adjustified um, isolation that GT housing provided at that time. Yeah, I definitely agree. But I also think just generally Georgia Tech has a different housing vibe than other universities. Um, a lot of my friends go to, you know, small liberal arts colleges and they Georgia Tech doesn't have a living on campus requirement for any years, not even a first year. And, and that's also something really mm -hmm. interesting that you bring up because I have certain friends that go to um, other universities um, around the nation and they've often find it like, really surprising that um, GT housing is even offering all these different options for apartment and not just right. uh, freshman year yeah. dorms because most of my friends who go to other universities and they're very like well established you know private universities that are very well ranked very prestigious but they really only offer you know that traditional like two people to a bedroom communal bathrooms or like some form of a suite where it's like two bedrooms shared by a common room but still communal bathrooms so it's really interesting to me that tech's focus on housing is so apartment centric but i personally really love having you know the option for an apartment because what i love about georgia tech housing is that the apartments all come with everyone having their own singular room they're not big they're not fancy but you get that personal space that you often crave when you're living in that two person a room traditional housing your freshman year yeah and that's also like a really big aspect because it kind of gives you that opportunity to grow with each of your um roommates and get that real experience yeah but also kind of get like that certain time that you really need to just like spend time studying on your own or whether you need to um, take certain exams on your own right. or anything along the lines of that. Especially during COVID when things were online. But I think one of the cons that I personally notice, and this is really specific and niche, is I feel like there's no dining hall culture here. 
I mean, within having an apartment when I lived in Nav, and now when I live off campus, I still have an apart. I have a kitchen, um, and I enjoy cooking. But it does take time, and I've at other schools I've noticed that students will, you know, after classes they'll be like, "Let's go have dinner together at the dining hall," and I do like miss that kind of camaraderie because I feel like we never truly got to experience it, especially during COVID when they were, you know, de-densifying the dining halls. It was difficult for large groups to go together and sit together and i wanted to experience you know britain it's so beautiful but i think one of the biggest things with that is um since we are living in um atlanta one of the biggest things is um the great weather that we always have yeah and so many times during freshman year uh, me and my group of friends we would always go grab um lunch and dinner together and then we would just like find a spot around campus and really enjoy that time um outside um and really have that experience still even with the so it really gave us a great time to like just explore different options that are out there and really get to know campus more. Yeah. Um, I think kind of going back to that East-West, um, I also wanted to talk about, you know, um, all of the great things that our residence hall directors did for us during COVID, at least mine. I remember she was very much so a resource for people to go to. Um, it didn't feel like she was someone, you know, who was waiting to just get us in trouble for like the smallest little things. Um, it was definitely like she was putting together events. And honestly, like now, now that, you know, COVID is less of a threat and people have, you know, acclimated back to the new normal. Um, I go to way less events or went to way less events when I lived in campus housing last year. But my first year, I like really relied on those activities and events to meet people and like feel included in some form of campus community. Yeah. And like that's one of those big things is I remember um, all the great memories that I had with um, each of my friends. But at the same time, um, my RA was heavily involved in each one of those. And we really had so many of our great experiences also because of the great um, involvement that our um, RA had and everything that he did to, like, help create that um, bond, even through, like, all the um, difficult and um, changing times that we really had at that unique time. Yeah, and I've, um, you know, heard some whisperings about RA shortages and RHA and things like that. And I just want to say that my experiences with all my RAs, the two years I lived on campus, housing was phenomenal. They you know, really went above and beyond and hosting these events. And, you know, it takes time and effort. And a lot of times they have to submit bills to SGA for funding. And just the fact that they're willing to do that and, you know, really make people feel like they're a part of something is really helpful, especially for a lot of students who may not maybe having a hard time making friends, you know, because it's some sort of social gathering for them to go to and meet people. And I think Free food is always good. Whenever there's free food involved, I'm there. Um, there were so many. One time, my RA got us like gallons of boba. Yeah, and like I remember um, last year, um, even though like it was slightly a different experience with your RA being in an apartment, there were still so many events that were constantly being um, North Ave. Um, there were so many different events, always something new. And um, at this time, since we're all college students, we all still kind of have like similar interests that we're all able to get um, those really interesting and fun experiences um, during that time. Are there any of your favorite experiences that come to mind um, when it comes to freshman year? Honestly, freshman year, um, I let's be vulnerable for a second. I would say that my freshman year, like first semester, was really, really hard, both like emotionally and academically. I think we all come from, you know, stellar academic backgrounds. We wouldn't have gotten in here if we didn't. And you come in here thinking, you know, Calc 1, I demolished Calc 1 in high school. I'm going to just retake the class for funsies and then randomly get a B in it for fun oh no um and you know that was one of my biggest things was like i was just really struggling both socially and academically covid was difficult meeting people was difficult i lived on west campus i felt like there was this east-west divide but i think 
a lot of it was in my head, so I don't really know. But yeah, I and I think like one of those things is like we all kind of came um, from, like I came from um, about 500 miles um, straight up north from here, um, good old Columbus, Ohio. Um, and coming here, there was a big transition. Um, honestly, getting I was starting from scratch. Um, and even when it came to um, like classes, everything was like a big transition for me. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of like a similar experience that um, we really had. Yeah, so I guess based on all of that, I think those themes were very similar for most freshmen. Um, just because you're finding yourself, college is a big adjustment. But my favorite memories would just have to be every single night we had this like study room and my dorm was kind of small. Um, so my floor was just incredibly close. And every night we would just go in the study room. And it's not one particular night that really stands out. But it's just the idea that we would all go and do our homework in there. And we would, like, all play our music out loud. And it was just, like, really a fun way to get to know people. And I think getting to know people through their music taste is always interesting. Um, yeah, like, I think that's really one of those biggest things is um, some of my uh, closest friends, we really bonded because of our um, taste in music and just getting, like, all those experiences. And especially like, how you were mentioning about – like the nightly study sessions that you guys really had. Um, so I remember m I became really, really close with um, my floor and still very close with um, – they're still some of my closest friends. And I remember like one of the nights um, we had um, – one of my friends, we had like a little um, challenge we had him do. And um, the end result of that challenge was um, we had him end up sleeping outside for a night. Oh, um, wow. And How so was we that? got uh, – he ended up making it through the night. So we got wow. him all set up um, outside like – as a bunch of friends, we got everything um, outside ready to go for him, and he spent the night sleeping outside, um, and that was a really fun experience, both from us to see him do it, and then also he had a really great time um, doing it. It was perfect weather, too, so not too hot, not too cold, and that's still one of those experiences that I really remember, um, one of my favorite times um, that year. Yeah, I uh, there's a specific so I lived in Explore, which is the pre-med living learning community. So it's mostly just students from the College of Sciences. So it was really interesting to, you know, live with people who are pretty much taking the same classes because we're all like taking, you know, the general pre-med pre requirements. And so one night, every time we would have a chemistry exam, um, there was this girl in our group chat who would always text on the floor group chat and be like, we're just going to go outside and scream. And, like, we would all just go outside with our blankets and, like, scream. Like, it was actually really funny. And that's really one of those big things that's, like, it might sound kind of random um, outside, but we're all going through those, like, experiences. And at the same time, those are all just, like, kind of normal things that we get to, like, do together. And, honestly, some of the biggest things is just trying to have those stress relief moments. And um, that's one of those things that just kind of gives us another great experience to go off of. Yeah. I mean, something that I'm always asked a lot is, so I'm out of state. I'm from Tennessee. But soon after I started college, my family actually moved about 25 minutes away because they just love following me everywhere. My sister went to college in Wisconsin while we were living in Tennessee. So my parents had like major empty nester syndrome. So the second I moved out, they were like, no, we're just going to follow you wherever you go. Yeah, it was kind of like for um, my family, it was kind of like we had like a handoff. So right after, uh, like, the second my sister um, graduated from college, um, so she actually went to the University of Michigan. Um, so it was only about blue. three hours. Yeah, go blue. It was only three hours away from us um, in Columbus, Ohio, which there was some, like, mixed feelings about the fact that uh, being a Buckeye family and then right. all of a sudden go blue. Um, but And then so now I took this new journey going 500 miles down south. Um, but it's been, and so we had like a perfect handoff where r the second she finished, I, um, joined, um, became a yellow jacket. So what's people always ask me something is, well, your family lives like 20 minutes down the road in Sandy Springs. Why do you live on campus? 
And I honestly am such a big, honestly, I'm just such a big advocate for staying on campus, whether that's in an apartment, like, you know, slightly off campus or in on-campus Georgia Tech sanctioned housing. And I honestly think that I wouldn't have the level of independence and the level of responsibility I have now if I lived at home. Because at home, you know, there's a safety net. Like, mommy's going to cook you dinner, hopefully. Oh, for sure. That's one of those biggest things is I remember a sophomore year I came in. I told my parents that I'm going to be taking on this new jersey. I'm going to learn to cook. um, And I'm going to become really independent that way. And um, now it's not just like, oh, I can just jump in the car, go to Kroger real quick. But now it's like I have to plan everything out from a public visit right. to um, all the new uh, different nuances that come with uh, taking on the responsibilities of cooking on your own, managing your own apartment, um, and really just taking on that greater responsibility and just growing as a person. And I think one of the things is, you know, we're so involved on campus and different student organizations. They require a lot of time and effort. Um, I'm in, like, research. I know you're in the Solar Racing Club. And those things – I don't think that I could be as involved on campus and as big of a part and take as big of a part in the organizations that I'm in. Like, I couldn't be a technique editor um, if I felt like I had to go and drive 30 minutes back home every night because, you know, we're here so long and so late. And so one of those things, um, I think I think staying on campus, while it has, you know, some of those extra burdens, um, especially financial burdens for a lot of students, I think it's something that's definitely worth it in the long run. It really helps you build a community and, you know, take a lot of responsibility. Yeah, and, like, that's one of those things that, like, um, we can always, like, stay late, um, whether it's studying, whether it's club involvement, or any other of those aspects. Um, and it really helps us to really find who we are in this world. And that's one of those biggest things that we are trying to do um, within our college years is get that greater sense of independence, right. find who we are, and what we're trying to do on our um, – in our place in the world yeah i would say that there are like lots of commuter students at tech and honestly just in atlanta i feel like at a lot of universities and institutions a lot of people do commute especially at georgia state i've noticed um and i honestly really i think that even that takes you know a level of responsibility having to wake up early uh commuting in the traffic um you know and i know a lot of commuters and you can be super involved as a commuter i know someone who's gotten into like five medical schools she's in like every club known to man she's like one of the most dynamic people i know um but i definitely think that both sides have um pros and cons and that is one of the biggest things that you're bringing up with um waking up extra early doing that morning commute every morning um and that is one of those advantages that we have is that um whether we have a 9 30 um, class or an 8 a.m lab that we have to get to um it isn't uh we don't have to make that long commute every morning to get to that um class or lab on time but honestly when um i was on the wait list for housing and i was like you know 200 on the wait list that was very much so an almost reality for me i thought i might have to commute because i was like where am i gonna live i hadn't thought about living off campus um you know also living off campus is more expensive than living on campus yes you're getting usually better amenities um, but it is still student housing and it's fairly expensive and you're having to pay for utilities, which in Atlanta tend to be fairly expensive. So I think that was, you know, when that was a fear of mine, I was really concerned. I was like, am I going to be able to continue in all of these activities that I'm in if I have to commute back and forth to Sandy Springs every day? I do want to see, honestly, some more, um, just some more resources for people who come from low income backgrounds, especially those who had to, you know, in the end, end up signing leases. Because one thing that I will say about the waitlist was that it was not very transparent as to when you would get housing and or if you would get housing. And every time I would call, I would get the same message, which is 
obviously the wait list is moving but we cannot promise you a spot and we cannot promise you when you're gonna get a spot and so what that meant was i was basically like fear-mongered into finding a lease um which i know that they can't promise me anything but i do think that there should be greater resources especially for people from low-income backgrounds how they can financially afford um you know living on campus um and or living off campus things like that and along the lines of that um an additional aspect is i know of several students that have um really um unique circumstances in terms of um health restrictions and overall dietary practices that they have to have and um they felt that the only way that that could be accommodated was um for them to have their own kitchen and um whether that was having some off-campus housing lease and um, that wasn't an option that they had through um, on-campus housing. And um, they w had lots of restrictions going on, whether that was uh, being tied down to dining halls or being right. tied down um, to extra opportunities like that. I think something that's kind of frustrating that's part of, like, you know, I guess would fall under housing is that um, first years have to absolutely have that mandatory meal swipe plan. Um, I get that it's probably because most first years – um, at least when we joined college, were pretty much only offered the traditional style housing where you only have a communal kitchen. Those kitchens tend to be fairly nasty. I mean, my dorm literally um, renovated the kitchen the year after I moved out. So I was like, great, all my housing money went into renovating this kitchen that I don't even get to benefit from. Um, and like the other thing with that is um, everyone kind of um, structures their kitchen um, their own particular differently, way. Differently, yeah. Um, and I know sometimes like some people – um, like we had certain instances where some of the um, people in our residence hall um, almost accidentally started a fire, making everything right. all smoky. Though. Right. I do think that there's, you know, I do think that there's um, value in having a meal plan. I do think it's a little bit expensive. And I know that Georgia Tech Dining has revitalized itself, you know, since our freshman year. They had the whole new launch. And I do think it's better now, um, or so I've heard from some of my underclassmen friends. But I I think that I think that overall um, I really enjoy the fact that Georgia Tech has more uh, apartment style housing options because I know that a lot of us I think we're a fairly diverse student body where it come from a lot of different nationalities ethnicities cultures etc and I think the ability to be able to make your own food the way you like it um, and you know I think cooking is also a way to bridge people um, I know I've been able to cook for my friends I'm from Pakistan so I cook some Pakistani food um, I have some friends from Morocco you know like being able to share your culture in that way and having the ability to do so with an apartment that has a kitchen in it has been really helpful and just, you know, bonding activities. And um, even though I don't live in on-campus housing anymore, that's still been something that I bond through people with. Or I'll bring food from home that my mom cooks and I'll force my friends to eat it. Yeah, and some of those great experiences that I've had with my um, roommates has been when we've gotten to cook together or when we've gotten um, different opportunities to, like, share um, some of the things uh, that are important to our culture and um, seeing, like, the joys that that brings with some of our other um, roommates. Yeah, I think I've definitely been helping to culture the white people. Their spice tolerance is, you know, steadily increasing because of me. I solely take all credit for that. Um, thankfully, my mom is able to sometimes cook me extra food, and I bring it. And then, you know, the brown in me is, like, I can't eat it myself. Like, I have to offer it to other people. Um, so we just, like, get together um, some nights and... It's just a really great way to bond with people and connect with people. And, you know, I think food is such a great bridge in that way. All right. Well, with that being said, um, we had a, that was a great conversation. We got lots of really interesting um, stories and lots of unique perspectives about 
how our overall uh, three years have been. Yeah, I think we both have different perspectives, but the general themes of, you know, living on campus is just we love having walkable communities. We love living close to our friends, having the ability to, you know, constantly be on campus and be involved on campus, um, whether that's, you know, through Georgia Tech housing, whether you're a commuter, whether that's off-campus housing, you know, whatever works for you is what's the best option for you. And I guess um, I think that's just one of those great things where um, we all have, like, all these diverse backgrounds, but we have all these, like, common experiences and similar experiences that have really um, – helped everyone have these like really great times that have made our college experiences our college experiences yeah definitely all right well that has been tech takes with your favorite podcasters rish and tareem tune back next week for our next episode